Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. love when it's Friday. Happy Friday to every single person that observes in this world. What's going on? Welcome <laughs> to Beth Yet, powered by PointsBet. He is your Dinsick, the Well Capper. I'm your host, Sarah Perlman. We got a fun show coming up. Uh, yesterday, Drew and I talked about the Eastern Conference in the make-miss playoff market. So today, we're breaking down the West, including a very interesting price on the Los Angeles Lakers. Speaking of the NBA, our guy Kenny Ducey is here. He's going to help us handicap Friday night in the association and let us know also which matches he's attacking in the tennis world. You definitely want to stick around for that combo between him and Drew. And of course, you got to wait till the very end to hear our edge of the day best bet for this Friday. We also got a lot more coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by Points Bet. Drew, we got the Friday vibes going. Flowery, oh, yeah. nice shirts. You're having, you know, a nice like luau, surfery hair day. Yeah. Honey in Florida. <laughs> I got the good vibes going today. What's going on? Well, as a faithful observer of Friday vibes, I, you know, I could not if be If you don't observe Fridays, today. you are a sociopath and don't <laughs> call me or be my friend. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not like it's been an especially long week, but uh, you know, it's 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 a fun uh, it's fun to get through uh, a busy week like this, and and I I'm excited for today's show. I'm excited to talk NBA. I was excited to have NBA back last night. Basically, the all you know the good guys won. Yeah, uh, you know, in general across all of the contests, except I was I was pulling for the Hawks to come away with a win over the Bulls, but not to be a uh, lot of lot of games left for the Hawks still. But uh, overall, yeah, no, I could not be in a more Friday vibe mood right now. So okay, hell you. yeah, I love to hear that. Well, I will say, yesterday we talked about the Celtics. I couldn't make that line big enough. I was tailing that line. My gosh, blowout victory. But nonetheless, oh, John, there's a snowstorm in Boston. Well, John. Sending some warm vibes your I'm way, Sending John. sunny vibes your way, and we yep. appreciate you joining us. Hopefully, we can find you some value in the market to make the weather a little bit easier to deal with. Now, let's head to the NBA. I mentioned yesterday we talked about the make-miss market hung on points bet and across the board, and there's a few other teams I want to run by you as you look at you know, your handicap and obviously your your method to this madness and strength of schedule obviously plays into this. I'm going to run through some teams in the West, Drew, and I want to get your opinion. And I'm going to start with the Timberwolves, who right now sit in seventh place in the Western Conference, 32 and 28 on the season thus far. The yes for them to make the playoffs, minus 556. The no, plus money here, plus 375. What say you on this first team? Yeah, these Timberwolves are, they look legit. And I honestly, I would kind of like to see them climb up into the top six. Like they deserve it the way that they're playing. Like some of the youth movement that has really come, come, uh, uh, 
um, you know, come up quickly this season. Like they deserve some reward, not have to play their way into the playoffs. But I think they ultimately uh, are going to land in the seven. That's where I'm projecting them right now. Um, that middle class in the West is just a little too good and a little too far ahead of them. And middle class, I'm really referring to um, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, and uh, and the Mavericks. Of course, their win last night against the Grizzlies massive uh, for their hope. You know their hopes here. And uh, realistically, I would expect them to be your seven seed in the West. Um, they're likely going to host the seven eight. The way I'm projecting it right now, they're going to host the seven eight against the Clippers, and they're a much better team than the Clippers, as far as I can tell you. At least, in, you know, assuming that the Clippers don't have uh, their full complement of superstars back in that contest. So minus six hundred is about where I price them. So a little teeny weeny weeny value on make. Before the season started, I mean, you could have got them the plus money, some serious plus money watching the line movement we're showing here with our edge tools and with the odds available at points. But it's crazy showing them from some serious plus money to now you're getting close to minus 600. Seems like they're for sure going to be in the playoff mix. Um, but that's wild to see that that much crazy movement. Let's head to the Clippers. Um, they're right now eighth in the Western Conference, 30 and 31. Obviously the yes is juiced, probably for a few reasons here. What's your take? Yes, minus 150, make the playoffs. No, plus 125. At these prices, I'm inclined to bet no. And I know we have Kenny on today and Kenny made an impassioned case that there was value he sure at, did. on 100 to one. And while I generally agree with his sentiment, like they're, you know, if they are at full strength, there probably is, you know, that is a missed price. Um, however, I think, think the writing is on the wall that this team is probably not going to be at full strength and you're going to get like let, let's look at what's going on tonight they are taking on a lakers team that is without anthony davis they are we're going to get into this game in a little bit, yes by the way. they're two-point dogs <laughs> in this game and realistically the lakers clippers is going to be your final plan the way that i project things i think the lakers are going to finish in the ninth the clippers are going to finish in the eighth and they will play in the crypt with one team being eliminated in the final play-in game. And honestly, if that if this market is telling you anything, it is that that game would be lined something like Lakers minus three or minus four with Anthony Davis back. So I think at these prices, you have to get involved with no at plus 125. Uh, and that leads right into our Lakers look, which would probably be yes. Yeah, Lakers right now. Yes, minus 110. No, minus 120. You lean towards the yes at minus 110 then. I do. And, uh, and get, you know, it's, it's been a long, it's been a long season for the Lakers. They're not a good team. Uh, ultimately I would love to see people kind of re double down and buy into them come playoff time. Like LeBron's going to do something absolutely magical. If you get a playoff series against the Suns again, I will never forget last year. Some of those prices in the series against the Suns, you could have gotten the Suns at a dog price at times and they were clearly yeah. the better team and they have improved since then. So I would love to get a, a cheap price on the Suns and a one eight versus the Lakers. So we'll see how it plays out. But ultimately I think Lakers to make the playoffs begrudgingly a yes. And believe me, am I reading this correctly, by the way, back in what August, they were minus 10,000 to make the playoffs. Yeah, they were the odds on favor to win the title this year. <laughs> yeah, they were like a plus 350. Absolutely I stupid. Insane, insane, insane. But okay, so yeah, real quick, I'm ahead. not trying, I'm not saying Lakers yes to jinx them. I promise. I promise. No, this is not a this is not a jinx on the Lakers. I promise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. Jinx on the Lakers. I hear you loud and clear. Hey, Trailblazers. <laughs> they're sitting tenth in the West. They're twenty five and thirty five. Yes, plus two hundred. No, minus two seventy one. You look at their strength of schedule. Trailblazers. Will they make the playoffs? Drew. 
I think no. And I think it's a resounding no. I don't know if you saw much of their game against the uh, Warriors last night, but they gave us about one quarter of effort, uh, and then the wheels absolutely fell off. I think it's going to be tank time here for the Blazers any minute now. Uh, in fact, it wouldn't surprise. Yeah, they're 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 trending lottery, and um, you know the fact that they got uh, the Pelicans pick. Uh, as an asset for CJ McCollum in hindsight is wild to me. I mean, I know it's protected one through four, and if it's a top four pick, the Pelicans will keep it. But um, it seems like the the uh, Trailblazers are pretty well positioned to uh, to get some draft capital uh, out of this year's draft. Then minus two seventy one doesn't seem like the most unfair price in the world to be. No, I would, I would, I would make it closer to minus a thousand. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. maybe some value on the no for the Trailblazers. <laughs> right now, minus 271, obviously, as the next few games play out, that number will no longer be there. Let's get to the final two. We're looking at the Pelicans and the Spurs. They're both 11th in the West, uh, right now sitting at 23 and 36. The Spurs have the tiebreaker. Spurs to make the playoffs, 12 to 1 for the yes, minus 4,000 for the no, and the Pelicans, 6 to 1 for the yes, minus 910 for the no. Are you intrigued or interested in betting either of these teams, Pelicans and Spurs? These are the two teams that will ultimately, one of them will get the 10 seed, in my opinion. I'm projecting the Spurs because I, I know I've been higher than market on Spurs all season. However, getting into the 10 seed does not cash you that 12 to 1. They would have to beat the Lakers and then ultimately beat the Clippers, in my opinion, and you know the way that things will break. If you know, if, if and in those cases, you're better off betting them game by game than you are taking twelve to one because it's possible that uh, the Pelicans steal that spot. Okay, yeah, so that makes complete sense. It does seem like a stay away then, and then you can get involved for the game to game basis, especially with the play in game. So that'll be interesting. So just to confirm, they need to win the play in game and then. The second play in game. Yeah. That's they need an eight seed in order to get that uh to get that that home, which needs to two wins. So either of those teams need two wins, which means you're better off betting them game in the play in game in the you know, on the money line and you could totally yes, get a better number. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I was curious to see how points up was hanging that. I know we clarified that with Jay earlier in the week on the show. Okay. Seems like I'm staying away. Blazers know though. Like them, That's, I don't talk think about value. Minus two that, that that price is that's not correct. <laughs> that team is that team is going in, into the tank. Stale price. Okay, if they're in tank mode, then you know what? Minus 271 does seem like a, a fair look. And as we talked about even last night and moving forward, Drew, for the next, you know, however many games, 20, whatever left for the Blazers, get involved now if you think they are going to tank and get ready for the draft. Guys, Bet the Edge is expanding if you don't know by now. Drew and I are now hosting Bet the Edge Game Time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wagers before the games begin. Make sure to check it out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Of course, and at, we get Kenny next week, which is exciting. We get to break down more NBA with him, talk a little tennis potentially. With uh, It's kind of an off week for tennis next week as we prepare for Indian Wells the following week, but uh, still excited to have Kenny on. And Game Time, uh, it, if you have not tuned in yet it is a great opportunity for you to get involved in the chat drop some of your picks uh and you know those dan kelly our guy dan kelly came through and he was he was uh calves minus three first quarter guess what they covered that minus three first quarter and then lost the game to the pistons so you know a lot of uh fun fun folks yeah, we appreciate you, Dan, following along and, and commenting. But yeah, for everyone, totally get involved. Scott was in there over two and a half for the Kings. They came through with him, got him that third goal in the third period, won the game outright. So yeah, come and drop your picks in the chat. We'll give you some dap. We'll give you some recognition if you're doing well. And uh, we appreciate you all, all your picks and insight.
Well, Kenny's with us now. Of course, as you said, he'll be on game time with us next week. So, Kenny, we're going to continue with the NBA, although I am excited to hear your tennis handicap as, as Drew has been breaking it down uh, tremendously and, and teaching me a lot about Alcapoco over the last week or so. Uh, but let's start with the Clippers and Lakers, two teams we just talked about in the futures market in terms to make miss the playoffs. They're actually playing tonight, as we discussed briefly a few minutes ago. Clippers playing the Lakers. Technically, Lakers are at home tonight. Uh, they're laying one and a half. The total's 222. The Crip, Drew favorite place he went and we were out in Los Angeles um in all seriousness though is there a side that you like in this game yeah I mean I don't think it's going to be a surprise to you guys but I, I really do like the Clippers quite a bit here without Anthony Davis for the Los Angeles Lakers I realized that LeBron at the small ball five has been incredible but he is just one man he does not have a lot of shooting around him and the Los Angeles Clippers I feel you know that they have a perfect lineup to combat this small lineup that the Lakers are going to run out there with Marcus Morris potentially playing the five. They can also throw Hartenstein has been really good as well. They can have him out there to combat LeBron. But I think ultimately what it comes down to is the Clippers just have a, a league average offense. Like in the month of February, they've been scoring 112, uh, almost 113 points per hundred possessions, perfectly average. The, the Lakers below average on offense. And I think that's always been the problem for them is can they score the basketball because they their defense lets them down. And, and we saw that, uh, you know, really when they played the Bucs, when they, we had that weird line where they were like three and a half point underdogs. And, you know, the Lakers just scored 20 points in the first quarter and a half of that game and could not get on the board. And the reason that they lost that game so decidedly, they actually managed to come back, is because their defense just lets up points every single time down the floor. Reggie Jackson has been playing outstanding. The Clippers have great shooting, and I think this is a recipe for disaster for Los Angeles, and especially with the fact that Anthony Davis is out. I think that uh, the Lakers, that the Clippers can get inside and score. And, I mean, it, look, it's funny that we're talking about this game because both these teams are terrible, right? Like, we're laughing. <laughs> we're all laughing at the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, it, I imagine it's the same attitude they have now towards the New York teams with the Knicks and uh, the, the Nets because they're both disasters, but – yeah, I, I, I don't I think we're gonna have an impassioned rant at halftime about how bad this this game is on the halftime show. But I definitely think that the Clippers are probably the team that I want to side with. No, nah, I mean they, to the Lakers' credit, even playing terribly, they're still entertaining. They're still the number one thing oh, yeah. a lot of you know people want to talk about. Like, what are they doing? What are what's next? Like, what's going on with the dysfunction on this team? Blah blah blah. Like, it's still uh, they still draw a lot of earballs. So. You know, I don't mind talking Lakers. <laughs> we got uh, I, and brave for you going to war with the Clippers. No, no Kawhi Leonard, obviously. No Paul George. Everyone knows Kenny. Norman. Kenny I actually Kenny didn't know that Kawhi Leonard wasn't out, so that's that's not no good. Norman. Maybe Powell. I'll change my handicap. Do <laughs> yeah, Norm Powell broke his foot. No Jay Scrub. Oh man, how, how are no they going to get? Big. How are they going to get I, done? No I got to I got to say, I feel like Drew's in rare form today. I really love. I really love what we're getting from Drew. <laughs> this is this is great. Have this you is, not heard that it's Friday? We Friday, Friday energy. Yeah, and even that was, that was it. It's also the shirt. I think the shirt's really giving off a strong Friday vibe here. <laughs> I mean, yours as well. I don't know if pe people can see it, but I, I I really do like the floral. It's a floral print, right? Or maybe they got some trees on there. Yeah, that's good. You know the market. We texted about it. We said, Drew, are you wearing flowers today? I am. And Drew said, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's Friday. it's Friday. Speaking <laughs> of Friday vibes, the market has Friday vibes for the 76ers. The 76ers were opened up as uh, small dogs in this contest. They have flipped to meaning, yeah, meaningful favorites, minus two and a half. That's more, you know, that's a bucket. The Timberwolves, of course, coming off of a huge win last night against the Grizzlies. Timberwolves at relatively full strength. I, is this just a market reaction to people being excited to see what Harden brings to this team? Or is there a, another angle here that the 76ers are the hot side? 
I mean, I, I, I certainly think so, right? I think James Harden uh, has, is not having, I mean, he's having one of the worst seasons of his career, but I think that just public speculation is that he's going to bring a lot to this team. I mean, look, here's, here's the thing about this game that I'm really excited to see is I think Tyrese Maxey is actually going to tear up the second unit of the Minnesota Timberwolves and, and make a big difference here. And I talked about it last week when we had an up-tempo game for Philadelphia. This is another up-tempo game. The Timberwolves second in pace in the month of February. And I think this is a game where the, the Sixers thrive. I mean, I think James Harden can thrive in transition with some of these shooters that he has now to deal with, to give the ball to. And a, similar, frankly, to the to the Brooklyn Nets, right? We had a lot of great shooting on that team, Patty Mills especially, um, and Cam Thomas for James Harden to rack up assists. Same sort of situation here. I think he's going to be an excellent distributor of the basketball. I do not think that he's really going to score 30, 35, 40 points in this game. I think he's going to rack up a lot of assists. And I think that's the, the angle to look at here if you want to look maybe at the prop market just because he's got so much talent around him. But I think more than that, you're going to have a, a lot of opportunities for not only the complimentary players on the Sixers to score, but like I said, Tyrese Maxey, a very athletic, quick, agile guard to just tear up the second unit of the Timberwolves, which has been a little bit vulnerable. But I mean, it's hard to find really weaknesses on either side. You know, you, you gave a great handicap as to why the Timberwolves probably make the playoffs. By the way, I agree with you. I don't understand why the Blazers are minus 270. Like that's, I mean, that's ridiculous. So Dennis Shapovalov is minus 220 today. The, the Blazers <laughs> two seven minus seven to the lock. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I definitely think um, I definitely think that's the way to go. I'll be curious to look at James Harden's numbers when we log off and see if those just continue to get better. Everyone probably just excited to see him in the new uniform tonight. Might be a little inflated. By the way, this was a crazy game. Sixers opened, as we talked about, a one and a half point favorites. This got bet to minus four. And then uh, a little bit later on this morning, this moved back to two and a half. So some push pull on the 76ers line. Uh, nonetheless, we move on to tennis. Your time to shine. Your guys' time to shine. I sit back, take notes, and hopefully find some winners. We go down to Mexico, a place I'm dying to go, Acapulco, looking for the pair trophy I've recently Me learned too. about. Tsitsipas uh, <laughs> and Cam Nori are playing today what is your read on this game right now as i look a lot of money coming in on the favorite with sissy pass at minus 180 yeah I, I would give a strong look here to sissy pass minus two and a half games as the guy who probably comes into this one the stronger player you know i think drew would agree with me it's been very weird because there's been a lot of uh i would say different differentiation in competition here uh, Stefano Tsitsipas got to play J.J. Wolf, who I actually was getting really excited about because he's a very talented young American tennis player. But he clearly, the nerves got to him. He was not ready for the moment. He won one game. So it was very easy for Stefano Tsitsipas to look great in that match. Similarly, Cam Nori, I don't know if anyone is on uh, our tennis, the, the tennis Reddit, but people spotted Peter Gajovchik posting on Instagram. He was drinking pina coladas the day before he played Cam Nori. Just very happy to advance on a walkover against Alexander Zverev. Happy to be there. He won, what, one game last night? So I think there's been huge overreactions both ways with these guys, right? Everyone was overreacting that Tsitsipas was, was just on fire. Same thing with Cam Nori coming off of this match. But I do think that when you look down to the way that they've played and really, frankly, the, the courts, right, the conditions in this one, Tsitsipas here probably is my favorite. It's a slower court. It's higher bouncing. And I think that this is going to provide a, a, a strong edge for him to win this match. He's also been very on target with his forehand. His, his serving has been great, which has always been the, con the common denominator with him playing very well. He also made the final here last year. He loves playing here. And as we'll get into with the other match here as well, like these are these are hard courts. They're not quite Indian Wells hard courts, but they are a little slower. They are a little grittier. That's why Rafael Nadal keeps coming back. That and the fact that the tournament's at a resort, right? Who wouldn't go back to that tournament? But 
<laughs> yeah, it's it, it's definitely. I would say it suits Sitsipas. He has a little more time to hit the ball. The the complete opposite of a Wimbledon, for example, where he just is way in over his head. Yeah, it's been it's been a tough uh, tournament for the dogs in general. Um, and I'm getting I've been getting my my uh, my butt handed to me down there. So that said, I do agree with you. Scam Nori, a player that just absolutely. <laughs> Does not have the goods to be rated among, you know, the the likes of a Sissipas. I mean, I say rated among two and a half games. That implies this is going to be close. Sissipas yeah. is so superior a player. I just can't really wrap my head around some of these numbers. That said, it, it just goes to show you if you try really hard, you can make this. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> this guy just tries very hard, and that's that's how he's yeah. done. Yeah, Berrettini was the Frankly. old gatekeeper. I think Scam Nori is the new gatekeeper, where he'll beat the, you know, he'll just beat players that are outside the top 10 and, and get lambasted by the guys inside hopefully uh for you know for you and for me is scam nori by the way your nickname or is that like a known nickname i haven't heard anyone else i think this is i think this is yes i i just yeah Fair enough. i was curious his, his wins are just real they're they're there's they're fluky. fluky they're a little fraudulent they come in tournaments that don't but really then i'll matter. tell you what you fade this guy and you yeah. always lose well, so it's, he's a very difficult <laughs> yeah, guy some to of it, yeah I'm, I'm annoyed like i've lost money you know, betting against this guy in spots where he should not be winning but he is so whatever all that said uh the match of the night rooting against him today yes <laughs> yes all that said you know my friday vibes turned real negative real quickly uh, <laughs> but the, the the match that i really could not uh, kind of wrap my head around here uh and the price that i really couldn't wrap my head around here is daniel medvedev taking on rafa nadal now this is a rematch obviously of the best tennis match we've had in the last several years which was the actually maybe the last like five i can't going back to the wimbledon final between federer and djokovic this was probably the the best you know the next best tennis match uh in yeah. the last five years and medvedev and nadal rematch of the of course the australian open final where rafa nadal comes back from down 2-0 wins his uh, second ever uh, australian open and the uh takes the lead in the grand slam race there uh daniel medvedev now the presumptive world number one when the rankings come out next week with djokovic losing to jiri vesley in dubai uh yesterday this is uh it seems like a big match for medvedev to uh kind of cleanse some demons Do you, are you more in the camp of medvedev is actually the better player and he can get this done given his current form or do you think uh, nadal's now occupies a spot in his head where uh, it's going to be tough for him to succeed I mean, I, I think that the latter is certainly it, it's certainly there's certainly some merit to that argument. And I think when you look at the the Australian Open final, there were a lot of circumstances surrounding it. You know, Nadal obviously had heat stroke a couple of matches before he had played a lot of, like both of those guys have played a lot of tennis. And, you know, when you watch Grand Slam finals, especially when you get the fifth set, it's just a battle between two exhausted players. I mean, these guys should be relatively fresh here. And I think that, frankly, when you look at just strictly the competition level that both of these guys played and and betting on form in tennis is normally the best way to go if you can correctly figure out which guys wins or fool's gold who's the scam artist in in uh, each case uh my dog is having the zoomies if you guys don't hear uh and you know and figure out which guy really has had quality wins you can definitely find a lot of edges and i think out of the the six guys that have played both of these guys Tommy Paul clearly brought the highest level to that match. He really got bageled in the first set last night, battled Nadal in the second set, was up a break many times, and Rafael Nadal showed incredible resolve and incredible level to get through that match in two sets. I think these are conditions that suit him very well. They're slower hard courts. Obviously, we know Daniel Medvedev's loss to Dusan Lajevic on slower hard courts. He does not like slow surfaces. Obviously, he's good enough to win on any, on any sort of surface. He even showed that last year on clay. 
But I actually would give the edge to Nadal here at plus 110 just because really Medvedev hasn't had to face any competition level whatsoever. Um, you know, Yoshi Nishioka is certainly not a good tennis player. And uh, Nadal has the four and one head to head. Nadal's hitting all his lines. He's a, a four time winner here, if I'm not mistaken, and three time winner here, four time finalist. And I think that, you know, this is probably a price that's a little too good to pass up for me. I, I understand why Medvedev is the, the favorite. I don't think there's that much of a discrepancy in the price that I would set and this price. But I also do think that you have to take Nadal at the plus money here. I just think it's it's the right thing to do considering his history at this event, his history with Medvedev, and the way that he's played up into this match. I just think he's had a, a tougher he's had tougher tests. Uh, even Stefan Kozlov has proved to be a little bit tough of a well, test Kenny, for some people here. So Nadal I don't know. I, I think that I'd go with him. Even two hours. Yeah, I mean, and it makes sense. It came in on him at the Australian Open as well. But I, I definitely think before it goes down to a pick'em. I would take him here. But honestly, if it were a pick him, I probably would side with Medvedev. Drew, any thoughts on this? What do you think, Drew? Yeah. Yep. I'm, puzzled. I, I'm there too. I mean, I, I, I make Medvedev a meaningfully better player on hard, even on slow hard. Um, and yeah, there were some, something was going on with Nadal in that second set yesterday. He may have picked up an injury or something like that. So uh, I'm going to get involved at, at probably around minus 125 would be my buy price on Medvedev. So we'll see if we get there between now and uh, the uh, this match tipping off tonight. I won't be surprised just seeing the money come in on the bigger name for a lot of betters with Nadal right now. This was plus 118 a few minutes ago now down to plus 110. Agreed. You might just get that Medvedev minus 125. Kenny. Happy Friday. Bring in the Friday vibes. Hopefully some winners. You could follow Kenny on Twitter at Kenny Ducey, and you can read all of his tennis and NBA handicaps on NBCSportsEdge.com. Best of luck with all your plays. We'll talk to you next week, Kenny. Great to be with you guys as always. Have a good weekend. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you an NBA midseason offer. Get 20% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout February when you use the code STEW20. Finish your fantasy regular season strong at one low price. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus. Use the promo code STEW, S-T-E-W, 20 at checkout and save today. Speaking of NBA fantasy season and everything NBA, 
Edge of the day, NBA is back. Yesterday you went to tennis. Is it tennis? Is it NBA? Where are we going tonight? Well, as mentioned, tennis has not treated me especially well this week. So uh gonna go back to the NBA. Um there was a lot to pick from, honestly. This market has been extremely active this morning. We're seeing a lot of uh, movement this you know, morning, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a market making book that was trying to bring this down to five and they eventually gave up and it's back to five and a half. Uh, I am down on the Miami Heat at minus five. I think they take care of business against a um, New York Knicks team that really um, talk about like a, a kind of quiet tank going on. I think that uh, they may give you a half of effort, maybe three quarters of effort, but ultimately uh, it is not in the best interest for the Knicks to win this game. Uh, and on the flip side, the Miami Heat are finally healthy. This is a Heat team that we have not seen play at full strength very often this season, but when they have, they have been one of the best teams in the NBA. Like I'm talking, you know how, I, you know I'm a Suns guy. You know that I my ratings for the Suns are out of this Correct. world high, yeah. like relative to the market, relative to every other NBA team. Well, the Heat at full strength are pretty darn close. They play outstanding team defense. They have, you know, multiple guys that can create shots in half court and uh, they get to the free throw line with absolute, uh, you know, impunity at times. And I think uh, realistically, the Heat are um, poised right now to sprint to uh, the one seed in the Eastern Conference. And I think uh, they get they started their start their runoff with a pretty comfortable win against the Knicks team. That's not really again, not really playing for much. Yeah. Um, the um, the in general, the matchup of Julius Randle and Bam Adebayo is going to be fun to watch. I think I think uh, Bam is going to basically eat his lunch. Um, R.J. Barrett is questionable, not expecting him to go. Nerlens Noel is questionable, not expecting him to go. Derrick Rose is doubtful, uh, and of course, Kemba Walker calling it a season for the New York Knicks. So, I will. I would too, probably. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, but, yeah, Miami, I think, gets a pretty comfortable in here. My fair price is seven, considering the available bodies for both teams. Uh, and I think, uh, again, Miami starts their march towards the one seed with a comfortable win against the Knicks. Now, uh, let me ask you, Sarah. Um, is not you know There's a lot of college basketball this weekend, but you probably want some bonus picks. Am I wrong? I want all the bonus okay. picks. I just want to add, before you get to your bonus picks, the Heat. You know, I don't. I don't handicap the NBA like you. I normally just tail your picks. But I did like the Heat tonight looking across some of the numbers available. The Knicks, I almost feel like it's not really a quiet necessarily tank at this point. Like, they're bad, and they need to start making it more obvious. Yeah. Um, and you talked about the Heat yesterday with the possibility of them getting the one seed. And as a soon-to-be Miami resident, Drew, yeah. you don't have to tell me twice to get involved with High the Miami five. Heat Suns final. Heat Suns final. Let's go. Uh, what will we do? Well, I'll be cheering for the Suns. I imagine you'll be cheering for the Heat, but uh, I bet. No way. I, no way. I, I you on the line that I get to pick out for you. I've been I've been stacking some positions on the Heat to win the East in the plus okay. five fifty to plus six hundred range. Um, so if there's one team at this point that I am truly cheering for That'd to be a succeed beautiful in the map. East. It is your Miami Heat. Um, the uh, bonus plays music yes. enter. Boo, boo, boo. Uh, if you look at the uh, if you look at the uh, slate over the weekend, there are some great games, especially on Sunday. The two that I'm the most excited about on Sunday are the um, uh, on ABC. You got uh, Suns 
Utah Jazz. Um, Jazz are at full strength. Suns, obviously, without Chris Paul. That is going to matter in this contest because Donovan Mitchell out there running muck, you know, getting his offense going against, uh, you know, the backup point guards. Uh, that's that's a problem. Chris Paul, you need him for that matchup specifically to be able to tamp down uh, what Donovan Mitchell does offensively. And then on the flip side, um, you know, the Suns get a decent pr- amount of their production getting to the rim. And Rudy Gobert is absolutely the best rim defender in the NBA still. Don't make any mistake about that. Um, I think the Jazz are going to be a bet on. Uh, in that matchup on Sunday, you're probably going to get them about plus three, plus three and a half. I think they win that game outright. Um, and then the other sprinkle dog, a sprinkle a little on the money line. Uh, the other dog that I'm going to sprinkle a little on the money line, Dallas Mavericks taking on the Golden State Warriors. I'm a little sell Golden State right now. I know that they looked like absolute world beaters going up against the pathetic Portland Trail Blazers last night. Uh, however, in the absence of Draymond Green, that's going to matter in this contest, and uh, you're going to need your defensive flexibility. And then on the flip side, playing a- outstanding team defense overall, uh, and uh, again, you're at relatively full strength. Luka Doncic has been on an utter, an absolute heater heading into the All Star break. Assuming he does not come out of the All Star break with a little bit of cold water on him, uh, I think the Mavs are going to be a play. Mavs are six point dogs tonight in Utah. Uh, in Golden State, you would expect that you would get a couple more points, maybe seven, maybe seven and a half. I think a Mavericks at plus seven and a half is a bet on. And then uh, again, sprinkle a little money line. And in terms of tonight, you're staying away from Dallas. Yeah, I didn't get the best of the number there. So I'm going to pass right now. That one is down to it's six trending to five and a half. So I think uh, I have my buy price on them was six and a half. So didn't get it. Bonus plays. <laughs> yeah, we'll be on those numbers open up uh, for me. All right, games tonight, college basketball, just one. The slate is tough, and it's not that pretty. I will lay the lumber with the game that I took 11. I laid it with Iowa. They're playing Nebraska on the road. Right now, as we look, it's 12 and a half. So, Drew, a lot of money came in on Iowa tonight, and I was a little surprised. You talked about the market being crazy in the NBA. Now up to 13 and a half. The market's crazy in college basketball, really across the board. Uh, I thought it was actually going to be a sell-high spot when it opened up, and I was maybe going to get the worst of the number. It turned out to be the the opposite. heading into this game they just blew up michigan state at home and now they're ranked in the top 25 so uh nonetheless the market clearly likes iowa in this spot regardless there is no letdown the hawkeyes and for this reason have a huge huge advantage really uh on the floor across the board tonight if you just look in turnovers rebounding as well uh if you look at iowa what they've done recently they've won the rebounding battle in four of their last five games nebraska they've lost 13 of their last 14 games they need the season to end talk about the Knicks taking him in this nebraska team Needs to go into next semester and uh, figure it out. I was just playing really good basketball. They're 5-1 and one over their last six games. And over those five wins, as of late, they're winning by close to 20 points per game. Beat Nebraska at home by 23 earlier this season. Nebraska's playing for nothing. Iowa's peaking. Love this game. Now 13 and a half. Uh, I, I got to hope it's a blowout and a 20-plus win yet again. I've laid the lumber with the Hawkeyes tonight. I like that. And not only uh, did I appreciate your read on the Big Ten last night, which was a winner. Congratulations. Uh, Thank God. If there is one team in the Big Ten that you were, you're, you're like, hey, one team is going to do well in the tournament. Everybody else is going to underperform. Uh, Iowa is the team I would circle that I think could do especially well. They take care of the basketball extremely well. Number one in the nation in terms of a uh, turnover percentage for their offense, and they can turn the defense. They can turn the other team over. So even if they are at a deficit, I think uh, they're they're going to be in every game. Um, Iowa, I think, is a team that you're going to have to circle and and look at where they land in the bracket come uh, March.
That is the only play I have for today in college basketball. So if anyone listening or watching has any plays, send them our way. Going to tail Drew on all your NBA plays. Drew, you're out on Monday. You're traveling. So safe travels. I know you'll be back on Tuesday. Vaughn's filling in, so we'll have a lot of college basketball and NBA picks on Monday. But that wraps up the weekend and Friday vibes, the Friday energy. Drew, have a good weekend. Oh, Best you, of luck with your best. Of course, you as well. By the way, 10 a.m. next week here on Bet the Edge. So if you come to the YouTube to watch us live, we'll be live across uh, all of next week at 10 a.m. Eastern with Drew and I. So you definitely want to tune in a little bit earlier. Hopefully we'll get the best of the numbers. Best of luck with all your bets for tonight and this weekend. Thanks for joining us today and all week long here on Bet the Edge powered by PointsBet. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.